Hello and thank you for listening to episode 170 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave and this is the Decade of Decadence show for May 2019. So joining me as always is my fellow co-host and he is the man, well how can I put it politely, who's finding it out very slowly that he can't go the distance anymore. Much like myself, I find that out a long time ago but I've got to say I did go three minutes longer than him this time and um, all will be revealed later in the show <laughs> it's Tom I'm glad you're talking I'm sorry I'm glad you're talking about that <laughs> yeah. I did a personal attack <laughs> oh, oh no oh no uh, yeah that, that that will be revealed a little bit later on yes hmm. yes um how's things mate you okay yeah, pretty good of a moment. Yeah, mm. yeah, going well. We've been, it seems like ages since we last did a recording. I know this is like the very last day of a month that we could record. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, we are, we are pushing it to get into the the May show. That's for sure. Yeah, and how are you? You you were ill and you went to Egypt, but probably yeah. the other way around. Yeah, in the other order. Thankfully, it was Egypt first, and then I got ill coming back, thanks to all the coughing and spluttering and sneezing and snotting uh, on the plane on the way back. Yeah, I got like a really bad chest infection and could not talk for about two and a half days, uh, which is it's not good if you want to do a podcast. But it's good if you're Tina. <laughs> yes. It was her that was coughing and snotting on me. That's why she was doing it. <laughs> Just to get some peace when we got home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was very, very relaxing. It was good. And um, yeah, of course, everything, you know, all the website shut down. So it's catching up on that. So it's good to be, you know, back on the microphone. Me and Tina did the SOS show. And then this is only like the second show back. This is like the, only the second show in, I think, like about five weeks or something. Oh, my. Mm. Oh, my. Mm. Uh, and with a lot, there is plenty of 80s-related stuff to talk about. There certainly is, yeah. There seems a lot going on at the moment. Mm. Do you want to kick it off, mate? Because I know we've got quite a few things between us. Yeah, this is probably one you can bounce off. Um, uh, first, the, I just saw this this afternoon, and it's a guy called Andreas... Um, a singer, Andreas. Yeah, what's his fucking name? Gabalier, 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 and he's got a song called "Pump It Up," which is about Arnie. And as there's a music video, and it also features a rap by Arnie. <laughs> yes, this is something. It's yeah, it's a thing. It is definitely a thing, mate. Because you sent it me today to have a look at, and I could not believe what I was watching. How did this absolute chud <laughs> that was polite. manage to get Arnie involved in this? I have, you know what? I was thinking the exact same thing. I thought, how are they connected? How has he got like Arnie to do, do this? They, do they have Make a Wish adults? <laughs> that would explain it. That would be a good <laughs> explanation. <laughs> Please be my video. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a bad song, which is basically just referencing titles of Arnie movies and like other stuff he did, like the big singing bit is him just going Governator, <laughs> and he 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 can't rhyme barbarian, so he just says Conan the Barbar. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone's ever bothered to shorten barbarian to barbar before. No. 
<laughs> I don't um, think so. And then about halfway through, Arnie does a rap, uh, which ends with him rhyming back with "I'll be back." Oh, and then he does the same rap a bit later. It's a long four and a half minutes. It is, yeah. I think Every... I I normally put like a trailer for one of the two movies that we talk about uh, at the bottom of the web page for this episode. I think I'm going to put this. So I don't put the whole thing because like that's. Wait till we do like the end of Arnie's first rap. That's you, you I think, and do a fade out. I'll be back. Terminator superstar, they call you Conan the Barbar. Pumping iron steel machine, living legend, evergreen. Governator, Mr. Universe, Olympia. American Idol, worldwide played, Hollywood's calling and he got paid. Higher than the Empire State, a rising star, and there he said, I'm Hercules in Manhattan downtown. Pump it up, don't bring it down. Hey, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger, listen carefully. Dig deep down and ask yourself, who do you want to be? Not what, but who, if you believe success will come to you. Look like hell, trust yourself, and all your dreams come true. Break some rules, not the law, don't be afraid to fail. You have to think outside the box, I say no pain, no gain. I don't wanna hear, it can't be done, give always something back. My name is Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. Terminator superstar, they call you Conan the Barbar. If you've got any more interest in listening to any more of that song after that, one... It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> and two, um, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Accompanied by a video which has just got Arnie like through years and then flexing in a gym and yeah. pointing at... And then they're both on like bicycles together and... Yeah, he's getting and... him to do a workout, which maybe he was part of a deal. <laughs> I don't know. It's very confusing. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it just seems very strange. Mm. <laughs> It is, yeah. But, yeah, I guess if you're an Arnie fan, it's you know, you've got to watch everything that is in. Oh, re- yeah, required viewing. But I would have thought, you know, I would have associated Arnie more with, you know, some, like, metal band and some rock well, music yeah, going there's, on. There's that band Arno Core that have... Hmm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, he's... I don't know what sort of music he likes. Hmm. Yeah. Well, ACDC? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. Um, it would not be on my playlist, that's for sure. No, no, I've, I'm done watching and listening to it now. Um, well, keeping with the music theme, unfortunately, I didn't see this before we recorded the last episode, so this has been and gone. Uh, yeah. But on May the 5th and 6th, the kids from Fame reunited in Liverpool here in the UK. Uh, and they did a, a couple of nights show. Um, oh, okay. And it said, uh, Fame UK re, uh, reunion concerts will take place in Liverpool, 5th and 6th, and the cast will be reuniting to perform a selection of your favourite songs from the Smash Hit series, along with new and original materials. And it has got, like, a load of the original... Well, they were kids from Fame. It's now sort of the middle-aged people from Fame, to be honest. Um 
But it was good. It was all for charity. And it was from, I know, Dan, this is where I should have highlighted the charity that it was for. Um, biggest pop acts from the 1980s, which they were. Uh, I can't believe the show ran for six seasons. And five television soundtrack albums were released. Christ, like Lee. Oh, my God. I never knew that. Uh, the concerts are in aid of Clare House Children's Hospice. So that was good. Yeah, I thought it was nice that, you know, they did a few dates for, char for charity over here <laughs> in the UK. And, um, yeah, uh, just unfortunate that I didn't know before the last episode and could have given, you know, a heads up to any UK listeners that maybe yeah. wanted to go and have a look at it. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know we've got we've got lots of 80s related trailer talk to come as well, haven't we? Yes, yes, there's been a lot. Mm. Go on then, mate. Let's go through them because we there's there's quite a few. Well, do you want to? Well, we're not going to talk about it though, are we? Rambo, Last Blood. We are not going to. No, you, you don't watch a single frame of it, so I don't want to see. Um, I will say. And I'm not going to say anything that's in it, so call your jets. I, I didn't really want this film because, obviously, John Rambo ended so mm. well. Me too, mate. Me too. Yeah, I was happy the with the way. Looks, this trailer looks really good. <gasps> oh, my God. That's good, then. Uh, it's like, I was like, all right, wasn't expecting it. I was like, because there was a leak of it. Like, they did he show it at Cannes or something? He was being he honored was at Cannes. Can, wasn't he? Yeah, I watched. I uh, think he showed, like, a... Like, and someone typed it, like, as you do on their phone. Yeah. And, yeah, it was out, and I was just like, ah, oh, I can't really be bothered. Like, if I was clamouring to watch it, I would have watched a bootleg version of it. But mm. I just waited. And, no, it looks all right. And people's reactions online, there's a song in it, um, which is quite popular at the moment, by some act who's also quite popular at the moment. There's obviously me being completely out of touch with that sort of thing. <laughs> um, that The song's used in the trailers being um, received very well, as is the trailer. So... Does it look like... It's going to be R-rated then. Does it I give anything so. like that away? No, but I think it will. Okay, I hope it is. I know it he's will. back. They finished filming, didn't they, a few months ago? And as we record, he's currently back filming um, some more for it, which I know people have gone, oh, that's a bad sign. Uh, he's responded not. online that, you know, well, we're just giving more footage, the more footage. I think his response was the more footage you've got to choose from, the better the film's going to be. Yeah, like, what do these people know about fucking filmmaking? Like, oh, reshoots and shit like that. It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. This always happens. People get, you get called back and you redo stuff and do-overs and new stuff. It's what happens in films. Mm, it is. Fucking armchair people, the thing on fucking Twitter. Like, you don't know how <laughs> this works. I don't know how it works, but I know they. this happens all the time with films. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think that's anything to worry about. But no, no, promising. And it's September, isn't it? It's out. September twentieth in the UK. Whether that sticks or not, I don't know. I hope it does. Yeah. And it's September that I'm going to touch him. <laughs> well, yeah, it'll be over for. What was the date of that? I think it's. I should have this ingrained into my brain. Really, you should. I? I think it's. I think it's the eighth off the top of my head that I'm going so to. Maybe it'll be. Well, he'll be bouncing back and forth. I guess. Yeah, he's in. I'm going to see him in Birmingham. And I, yeah, I have paid to have a picture with him. Oh my god! Um, I think I just did an excited wee then. And um, it, oh, it's... God. what if you get a stiffy when he's when you walk up to him? <laughs> what do you mean? What if it, it'll be yeah. like 
the whole night it'll be as though I've taken like five Viagra, mate. It'll just be. <laughs> <laughs> I can't so... wait to see the photo. This seems just like in the time I've known you is like the culmination of all that that absolute disaster that was the Expendables two premiere. Yeah. When you were like within seconds, minutes, uh, mere minutes of actually being right next to him and stood in front of him. Yeah. And now to, to you know, you'll be you'll, you'll touch him. You'll shake his hand. I didn't touch him. I don't, I don't think I, I've got that pen somewhere that he touched. <laughs> and you've not you've not wiped it clean afterwards. It's no, still... and I've shoved it up my ass a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a mixture of DNA there is on that pen now. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna be a baby. <laughs> Shitty sly baby. Oh my god. <laughs> so um uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get that image out of my mind very quickly. Uh be another boner. <laughs> we'll be, I'll just explode. That'll be it. <laughs> the end. Oh, the sly the sly bit, not the baby. <laughs> just put that out. Um, anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway, yeah, I've got I've got great seats. I've got great seats for the uh, yes. experience with. It was uh, announced today that he's doing a third um, experience with because he's doing um, Birmingham and I think it's London or it could be Glasgow, either or. But I know they, they announced uh, Manchester today as well. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'm all set for Birmingham and got my ticket for the for the meal and meet him and picture with and it's black tie event oh my oh, god yeah. here's me yeah. mr he's jeans and jeans and kiss t-shirt i just gotta wear you know got to scrub up oh dear me yeah wow yeah looking forward to that that will be tales for uh for uh yeah oh, that month's show mate oh my god it'll, it'll, it will just be me crying uncontrollably I think. And then, and then, and, and then, then, and then, and then I touched him, and then, and then I just fainted, and the ambulance took oh, me away. So, I'm so happy for you that you get to experience this. <laughs> yeah, I think, and you know, any long-time regular listeners that you know from back in '80s Picture House that know the full story about what happened with Expendables two, and and the rug was pulled under my feet, um, oh. it's like, oh, at last, at last, it's going to happen. So, yes. Yeah, yes. It will be good, mate. Um, trailers, yeah, okay, so the Rambo one. Uh, have you seen the Critters Attack trailer? I have not. I, is this the thing that's going to be on Shudder? I think it is. I'm not, I could be wrong. I've got to watch it. Um, um, oh, oh, God, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but the UK Shudder is so fucking lame compared to the American one. Would we even get it? Really? Like, they've had about five things a month. I can't even see the point. I been that off ages ago but the american one looks fucking amazing oh, wow. but um yeah no i haven't seen it so um it I'll, looks I'll, I'll, I'll it looks really good i really oh, enjoyed cool. it yeah i saw the trailer and i thought yeah i want to watch that yeah i'll have to sorry i haven't but um no mm. i, I want to watch it anyway so mm. that's a tv series isn't yeah it? yeah it looks it looks really good um it looked a lot better because the next one I watched, there was the final Swamp Thing trailer. I know we talked about it in the last episode. Yeah, that starts this weekend, doesn't it? I've been, I've, I'm just going to watch it. I was just like, yeah, it's a Swamp Thing. I'm just going to watch. Like similar to what you do with, um, uh, like Rambo and stuff. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to watch that. So yeah. I'll just watch it. On TV trailer, sometimes you know they give away a little more than a, than a, 
a film trailer like they show something from a later episode and stuff like that yeah you've got to be careful haven't you yeah so how's that looking uh, it looked all right it did look all right i did of the two i preferred the critters one that got me a lot more interested but you know i do want to watch uh, swamp thing as well it's got to be well not r-rated but whatever tv that were like tvma i yeah. guess yeah. Something. So that's that's something. And Adrienne Barbeau's in it, isn't she? Oh, that's that's like always a plus. Yeah. So uh, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to. That. I think that's that's something else this weekend. There's a lot of stuff this weekend to watch. <laughs> oh yeah. Just going off on a tangent from the trailers this weekend. And again, we talked about this in the last episode. Uh, it's the Comic Con in Manchester, the Monopoly events. Oh Comic Con. Yeah. yeah, we're going. Um, well, this episode will be released tomorrow, so that's Friday, which is the day it begins. Yes. Uh, and we're going there on the Saturday. So any any people listening to this in or around Manchester that's listening to this, like on day of release, um, and and are going, we'll be there. Me and Tina are going on the Saturday, which we're both like really looking forward to. It's going to be good. Yeah, no, yes, there's a lot of cool stuff on that one, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there'll be, uh, obviously, there'll be a big review on the website, and uh, I'll be chatting about it on the next uh, show with you, mate, as well. Yes, look forward to hearing about that one. Mm -hmm. uh, more trailers, then. Trailers. Go on, then, I'll hand it back um, to you. Well, another, another TV show that's been adapted from a film uh, is going on, um, trailer just hit today, or yesterday, if you're listening to it when this episode comes out, is The Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. A uh, film that we talked about back in the eighties, Picture House. Um, this looks incredible. Like it just the look did. of it. It did look really good. It's getting that. It's got that big Netflix money thrown at it. Yeah, it look, I wonder how much the budget was for it because it does look, you yeah, know, sumptuous. And, and it does, and it just it still seems to keep the Jim Henson vibe of a, you know the big puppets and stuff. That's what I liked, mate. It yeah, it keeps that vibe totally. Yeah, it looks current and amazing but it still looks like a jim henson production so yeah if it's anywhere as near as good as it looks then we're in for a treat yeah yeah because they could have gone a load of different ways with that couldn't they and you know you know design decisions i mean to have, have yeah. gone with it but i was very happy with the way that it looked yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's going to be be uh, it'll be a change of pace for me to watch a family thing because i still think it's going to be family friendly so yeah yeah definitely they're not turning it into this edgy you know, 15 <laughs> rated moping yeah. things i think there was a few sort of unintentional near the knuckle things in the film though and i know we've talked about it in the past and i yeah. can't quite remember exactly what it was but i seem to sort of recall as going nudge nudge wink wink with that bit but um, but the um, voice cast as well is um, there's like we've got Helena Bonham Carter Taron Egerton um, Mark Hamill, Jason Isaacs Eddie Izzard, Toby Jones um, Thingy that's, that's good, thingy, uh, not Thingy <laughs> Thingy, Simon Pegg, Andy Samberg Anna Taylor Joy, Alicia Vikander, a lot of lot of big names. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, uh, ten episodes, half an hour each. That's good. Yeah, I'm in for that definitely. Yeah, right. Another trailer. Mm -hmm. Terminator. 
Yes. Have you watched this trailer? I have, yeah, because now this I'm, I'm not bothered about uh, it being spoiled at all. You know, unlike, you know, the sacred stuff of Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah. I probably will go to watch this at the cinema. It's not 100% that I will, but yeah. it's one but that I don't this, mind seeing the trailer. This trailer gives nothing away. No. I still don't know what it's about. And they're not giving it, like, I've seen interviews of James Cameron and uh, Tim Miller and Arnie, and they've said, like, yeah, we don't want to say too much about it at the moment. I was like, well, this is fucking refreshing. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, like, honestly, like, if I didn't, like, Arnie said he's playing a T-800. If I didn't know that already and hadn't heard that, and that's not, that's pretty much it for, mm. like, that one scene in that tra- trailer where he opens the door, it's just like, is he playing a term? You know, you could easily be like, is he playing a Terminator? You could just be playing a guy who designed the Terminator, but yeah. no, he, but, yeah. but yeah, and like apparently, John Connor's gonna be in it. Someone's been, but like that's not in the trailer. It's like, what's this gonna be about? Like really? Like there's yeah. a, there's a girl, and the like the young girl and the um, uh, Mackenzie Davis character is some sort of hybrid, of, or maybe, but yeah, but the the. Terminator that could split in two, that looks so fucking cool. Now, you, this is the thing that got me with this trailer. I honestly, and I've watched it a couple of times, I honestly thought that the CG in this looked worse than in T2. Oh, they polished that up, though, weren't they? It's only a teaser. I hope they do. I really hope they do. do. Yeah. But I, I did I did very much like, especially just the idea of like when he, he's, you know, he's in the truck and he gets impaled and then he just comes out. Mm forms while he's still driving i was like that is good that yeah. is very good it's yeah like, all those like what can you do what can it do next yeah it's sort of it's ramping up isn't it what the t1000 did um yeah so, it's, um, it's just yeah, the 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 only thing i had with it was cg looks a little bit plasticky and dodgy and uh, I don't yeah know. they normally sort you know tweak that up a bit i've seen there's been quite a few films on you like especially first trailer yeah of course we could go full sonic Hedgehog. Oh my god! <laughs> Complete redesign. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna like, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna do a few more tweaks on it on our main character, <laughs> <laughs> and then put the release the, date back. Yeah, to, to, to Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Why release Sonic the Hedgehog on Valentine's Day? <laughs> That's romance, mate. Take, take. Oh my take god. Your, take your partner to go and see uh, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, unless unless you're like a huge. Sonic fan, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, disappointed partners in the cinema on Valentine's Day. To be honest, <laughs> like, you know, there will be something else but for couples on Valentine's Day. Sonic's just for people who have never known the touch of a woman to go and see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that's the quote on the movie poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need something, I think, by the uh, why it's going. <laughs> oh dear. What what type of trailers are we? Uh... That was it, mate. You 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 went through the last one that I've got on my list. Okay. Which I think was you know that's considering everything that we talked about is you know eight is related is, and we've said this before you know in twenty nineteen and there's still all this stuff coming out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a decade that won't die. It will not die. It will never die, mate. It will never die. Um, um, before we go on mm. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last one um, Mill Creek Entertainment who brought out Hard Ticket to Hawaii and um, 
Malibu Express. You Malibu Express. Uh, they are, I don't know if we said about this last time. They're releasing the next two on Blu-ray on July the 9th um, in America, but these are region unlocked discs. I can confirm these are region unlocked discs because I bought them blind because I was like, I need them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Picasso, Trigger and Savage Beach are coming out on Blu-ray, 4K remastered on July the 9th. And and the, you can pick them up for really good prices. Yeah, if you oh, wow HD is the site I use. Um, yeah, me too. I got them for like seven or eight quid each. That's a bargain. Yeah. Also on the wow HD, I ordered via Dover Panther and Strike of a Panther oh. uh, Blu-ray set, which is two K remasters of those. Films. <laughs> um, but uh, I think the, delay, the release date got pushed till next week, so I'll probably have them in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. So. And two classics again. Yeah, and that's um these are Australian Blu-rays, so um mm. they are same region as us so yeah that's always good yeah but uh yeah it's uh these films man and why they are bringing out these films on blu-rays should be shotgun next oh mate i tell you what if one day shotgun will be released on blu-ray it'll get to you it'll get to you it's got to if you know if if all these are coming out (laughs) we can do a deal on the commentary yeah yeah, we yeah. can do. Yeah, yeah we've, well, we've got we've got the only special editions on the market. So, well, exactly. We have the t- we well we had the twenty fifth anniversary release way back yeah. when, didn't we? Absolutely, still still pride of place on my shelving the, that one. So. And so it should be. And anybody listening to this that that has not seen Shotgun yet, um, and in fact, actually, Shotgun Day is coming up in June yeah, as well. Yeah, June. Yeah, God, it comes around, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, this another, another yeah. year. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, we'll um, obviously all, all the detail. If people are listening to this and going, "What the fuck is Shotgun Day?" Uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter. It'll all be on there, and um, obviously in the next episode um, with me and you, mate, there'll be lots of talk about Shotgun because it's you know it's June, it's tradition. Yeah. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a while. Let our good Jones. Oh, Rivington. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what da, what I'll have to like you know last year it was a Tuesday so I was working this year I will be watching it yeah yeah, we'll be watching, yeah I don't think I was at work so I couldn't watch it so uh, yeah but so, will yeah. this year everybody listening now again if you're not familiar with the movie Shotgun um, or or anything that we're talking about Shotgun Day all will be revealed on our like on our Twitter and on Instagram and on the next episode of Decade of Decadence but please pick up shotgun or i'll just watch it i think it's on youtube isn't it the full films on yeah YouTube. it's on youtube yeah and the yeah dvd's very yeah. one of those yeah shotgun like, starring stuart chapin 1989 yeah i think so yeah mm-hmm. might, might be end save yeah. the best or last oh yes <laughs> finish off the decade with a bang indeed mm. Uh, so i think i think that's it for stuff i've, I've gone through all the stuff yeah like i've always got that niggling like have I got something coming up? But I don't think anything 80s related coming up. No. 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 <laughs> well, then, we shall uh, we shall move on to uh, the first watch, which uh, this episode was my pick. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think a sigh is a good segue into this section, mate. No! No, God, please, no, 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 no! Right, you have heard nothing to do with the film. Um, 
because there's no trailer for it, at least that I could find or be bothered to find. Or if I could be bothered to find it, I wouldn't want to put it into the episode. And <laughs> because it would probably just be people talking um, and nothing else, which may give away a little bit of the detached mission, as it is called on IMDb. But it is called, remind me again, mate, if you want to watch it on Amazon Prime. Uh, it is called... Solo... Solo Mission for Return? I'm just getting a... Just double-checking that. Solo Voyage for Revenge. That's it. So we watched it on Amazon Prime here in the UK. Believe it or not, on IMDb, it is currently a 6.0 from 168 votes. I can't that that can't be right. Like well it's right because it's in front of me, but these are people that must have been involved or something like that. There's some sort of paid scam going on for it Dave, to be that. Dave, give us a synopsis on IMDb. Of course, yes, because listeners want to know exactly what the film's about. So the, the IMDb synopsis is one sentence. Much of the movie's dialogue is in English, with Russian dubbed over it. And that's the synopsis. <laughs> Which, to be honest, is pretty spot on. <laughs> it's spot on. Because <laughs> bugger all else happens in it, mate. It because, was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, what happens in this film? Dialogue. <laughs> Dialogue. It was sold to me because it says on all the posters, it goes on, like, the Russian Rambo and Rambo here and Rambo there. So, obviously, that's, like, you know... I'm like a moth to a flame. I see the word Rambo. Okay, yep, let's watch watch this. <gasps> now, this is where we go back to uh, my introduction of you, Tom, because I think we need to get this out right at the beginning. Uh, I watched it the other week, and I said nothing to you. you know, no, no, you've not spoken to me about it at no, all. No, I didn't say a word to you. And then I got a WhatsApp message from you today, and all it said was, like, I'm 30 minutes into the film. And I sort of had a crisis of conscience. And I thought, <laughs> should I say anything to Tom or not? And I did. Um, and I think... I, I think would have it, fucking killed you if you hadn't. I'm so glad <laughs> that you're glad that I did say something. So I'd, I, be, I'd be walking to Wales right now <laughs> with a purpose. It was confession time because I did say to Tom, I said, okay, I sent him a voice message saying something along the lines of, okay, look, I, I need to confess that it took me three attempts to only get 37 minutes into this movie <laughs> and I could not go any further. It got to the, it got to that like 37 minute point on my third go at watching it and I just put it on, I put it on like fast forward as in, like, probably the one of the quickest fast-forwards. And all that happens, it's like, it's just people talking. I mean, we've watched... And it is... Okay, so it's it's badly dubbed. It's badly directed. Um, it's... Uh, I mean, the direction makes Samurai Cop look like it was directed by Scorsese. You know, it's it's really badly directed. Yeah, there's, some, there's some disturbing real life Saigon flashbacks in it, which you go, okay. Um the dialogue, which normally we'd be going, oh god, this dialogue's great. I did make a note of one bit of dialogue where there's two guys and they're in some 
I think it's like some seedy bar somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one says, um, oh, let your pecker do the thinking. Relax. I've got a hot number waiting and she needs attention. And that sounds like something from Bottom with, like, Rick and Aid <laughs> in it. It does. So you think, you oh, make that... out better than it was. I know. It, it sort of, like, ticks the boxes for our so bad it's uh, good. It, but, like, you know... they're not talking about anything, though, really. No. Like, there's just these, like... It just some bounces between like they're here having a conversation, they're there having a conversation on this big like Russian boat having a conversation ship. And like they're just talking about, Oh, what are you gonna do when you go home? Oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna like what has this got to do with anything? And it just that's what I message you, it's just like I'm half an hour in, and I think it's thirty four minutes, and nothing has happened. No. Nothing has happened. And then you as you say, you confirm to me nothing happens. Nothing happens. And that's that's where um, I went three minutes longer than you did. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, well, I'm not watching three more minutes. And this is this is my, I can, uh, yeah. So it was a tap out, a rare tap out for both of us. Yeah, uh, that is rare, mate. I mean, I think we've had it very occasionally, like going back to 80s Picture House again, yeah. where one of us would do, but I don't think no. ever both of us have done this. I was thinking about this as well. I don't think we've ever both stopped. No. I know I definitely have and you haven't and there might have been one the other way around I'm not sure though yeah. I think there's definitely one where I checked out but um, yeah this one was just like but I've got a theory about it I said to you I said, I said mm. I've got a theory okay so like there's these posters on IMDB sort of there's a couple of them that sort of I don't know the first couple do you think this is some sort of Russian military in like not enrolment, like, you know, trying to get people... like Propaganda, can't think. Yeah, maybe not as like, harsh a word as propaganda, but, like, like this Russian military sort of training and, like, advertisement video that's somehow been dubbed into English and sold as a movie? Yeah. That's what it really struck me as. It is. Lack of anything going on, and it just being, you know, like, them on the, the scenes of them on the ship, and then it's, like... I don't know. That was just, just how it felt, and the amateurish quality of it oh it's awful i mean i'm just looking through you know the the six (laughs) reviews that are on imdb and one says it's the only soviet film ever made which shows direct conflict between ussr and the ussa uh, ussa jesus and usa um i didn't see much conflict going on I mean, I would love if there's people listening to this that have watched the film and they're going, "Why did you like scrub through the last hour of the film?" Because there's the most amazing action scene. Please tell us because I scrubbed through it and all I saw, and I kept stopping, you know, like every fifteen minutes, letting it play for a minute, and it was just people talking again and again and again. But it's like people are going, um, "What is it?" one of the few soviet action movies and again action really it's a soviet like okay talking um, movie okay I'm, I'm on wikipedia for this and i'm sort of right um the the detached mission was filmed and released shortly after the second rambo installment was released and according to many observers was the soviet union's response to that film according to the lead actor mikhail Nozhkin, this was the last anti-american soviet propaganda movie so yeah, propaganda. Ah, okay. Right? Uh, filmed before Soviet leadership ordered an end to anything that might irritate the U.S. government. Um, 
Uh, but this is a quote from the actor. They didn't let us film. Gorbachev was already in power, which means chaos had started. A movie on a military theme and we couldn't get arms. They say, here's a Makarov pistol, that's it. They wouldn't give us anything in order to avoid offending the overseas friends. We were all for peace and so on. So this was on the cusp of them stopping doing these sort of films. So the government didn't, or anyone didn't give them any sort of weapons, which might explain why it's just... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> at, least we can, at least we know. Uh, it was still, um, back to IMDb, it was a, the second uh, highest um, box office film in the USSR in 1986. Um, the statistic says 40.7 million spectators. I, was like, I don't think 40.7 million people watched this film. I don't think so. But, um, yeah, it did well in the USSR. But, yeah, at least that's some way to explaining why... Yeah. Um, it was. It just seemed so dull because they didn't. They couldn't do anything exciting. They could be on a ship, I guess, but they couldn't fire anything on a ship, and they couldn't. They could get one gun. Yeah, it's, it, it does explain a bit. Doesn't you know? Excuse it. It was shit. <laughs> it was. And then you've got one IMDb review, which one of the sentences begins for an action movie. This isn't bad. No, it's worse. <laughs> it is, yeah. For an action movie, this is absolutely awful. Mm. Would you watch it again? That's that's all. Would you watch it? <laughs> yeah. Would I would I finish watching it for the first time? Oh no! Wait, this really is. Oh, you know what, mate? I was trying to think um, of a film that was worse it was painful it was pain like literally painful it it hurt to watch this that's why it took me three times to get 37 yeah. minutes into it that's just over 10 minutes oh this I, I cannot think of one redeeming feature i know i mentioned earlier about you know the bad direction and, and the shit lines and acting and this that and the other and you would think you know for us we're the type of people that goes oh this is amazing but I think it's it's damning that me and you, who like bad films, are both saying this is absolutely terrible. Well, it's always the uh, it's always the way that we say like um, it's got to be fun and in, you know enjoyable. You know, yeah. like it can be bad, but it being boring and bad that's you know we how many of them have we gone through searching for the next so bad it's good one that we can inflict upon each other and other other people mm-hmm. and they've just been boring yeah so yeah we do we do have to suffer to find the odd little bit of gold don't we yeah we, yeah a lot for us that's our problems <laughs> uh, on the plus side though it has made this episode shorter so it gives us more time to watch something hopefully decent after we finish recording tonight well, I, I watched, because I was like, oh, I've got next time I watched the uh, latest episode of Chernobyl. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, have you started watching it? Yeah, we've we've watched all four up to now, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, oh God, I had to give it a pause during the fourth one, because uh, I'll just say the dogs. And oh, mate. You know what? Like, and again, with, without trying to give too much away, I mean, because people, it's, you know, it's a true story, what happened with Chernobyl, people know. Yeah. But considering... You know, by the time you get to episode four, so many people have died horribly and slowly. But then you get to the pets scene 
and that upset us more than anybody else yeah, being like, killed. Yeah. It was like, oh my god! But it is, it's deserved of its like well, it's the highest rated TV show. Oh yeah, it, it really. It reminded me of Threads when that yeah. came out. You know, it, it feels like you're watching something really special mm-hmm. and like that we talked about for years to come. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah I watched Chernobyl yeah. instead. What you definitely watch. <laughs> If you want something Russian related, watch Chernobyl. Yeah, well, yeah, that was that was a happy coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Watch watch that instead of this pile of shite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so let, let's leave that behind and let's go on to your rewatch pick. Yeah. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open my presents now, mommy? isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Everyone knows most accidents happen at home. How did that happen? This is no accident. Andy! Undetective Mike Norris, homicide. Andy! Miss Peterson's dead, Miss Barclays. She fell from the kitchen window. Someone's moved in with the Barclay family. And so has terror. Mommy, I know who is on the counter. Andy! Who, Andy? Chucky. Nobody believes you about Chucky. Oh, for God's sake. Why won't you believe me? Because I'm sane. This is Barkley sane and rational. No one believes the truth. Ah! Or lives to tell it. There's nothing nice about murder. And there's nothing innocent. About child's play. Right, the rewatch pick for this episode was Child's Play, the original Child's Play from 1988. Of course, the the remake, the reboot, is out on June the 21st, um, and has nothing to do with Don Mancini or any of the others. No Brad Dourif, no Jennifer Tilly or any of the other people that have been in all the other Chucky films since this one. But Mark Hamill's doing the voice of Chucky, so, you know, there's that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this one came out in November, uh, the 9th of 1988, and um, did a lot of money. Cost $9 million to make, made 44. So. Oh, that's good. And, obviously, it spawned many franchises, sequels, Bride of, Seed of... Mm-hmm. which progressively got worse and worse. <laughs> so um, when did you first watch Child's Play? Uh, VHS. Uh, I remember buying the X-Rental VHS version of it as well. I I didn't watch it at the cinema. Um, this was a rental the first time, and I loved it so much uh, that I bought the VHS. 
and um, I'm really glad that you picked it because this is one of those films that I'm sure you've got films like this. You go, oh, yeah, that's a great, you know, your memory, you go, great film, great film. But then when you sort of try to pick your memory of certain scenes, you go, I can't really remember much about it. All I remember is it being a good film. And watch this again. Me and Tina sat and watched it, and neither of us had watched it. And this is another one. No exaggeration, probably 20 years again. Wow going back to VHS days wow. since we watched it. And we both sat there and we absolutely loved it. <laughs> we loved every minute of it. And there was so much that neither of us remembered. It, was, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't like watching it for the first time, you know, because you can remember, you know, yeah. little bits, of course, you know, when, it, when he goes into Chucky, you know, how he's possessed and so on. Um, but one of the big things, which was amazing, was like Tina went, oh, my God, I'd forgotten that Chris Sarandon was in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he, obviously he plays a really big part in it. She completely forgot that he was in it. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, yeah it, was a, it was a treat to watch it again um, after all this time. And uh, I think we both, did we both watch it on... Was it was it Netflix or Amazon that we watched it on? Uh, Amazon. I think we probably watched it on the same night as well, actually, because mm. yeah, no, because you had it on, and I was just like, I might as well watch it. And I've got the, I've got, oh God, how many of them have I got? I've got the first three. I can see them from here on DVD. Yeah, I've got. I and think I've, I've only got, got... Ride of Chucky, and I might have seen. It's hard to remember. Yeah. When it's um, but then you said, and then I was just like, oh, he's got it on Prime. Maybe that's in HD, and it was. And mm. it, yeah, very nice it looked too. Yeah. Yeah, because I've got it on DVD. Um... Never watched it on DVD. Bought it. Never watched it. Like I said last time, it was like VHS. <laughs> so classic, Dave. Yeah, classic. It's just one for the collection on the shelves. You know, it's uh, there if you need it. It, oh, it's always there. That's the thing. It's always there. It, it can be removed from Prime. I won't mind because I've still got it. Um, exactly. It, you know what? It did make me think. I would love to buy, and I don't know if there is one or not. I haven't even looked yet. If there's like some sort of box set on Blu-ray of the film, yeah, there is of all of them up to the last one. Um, I think the, the rights for them have all come to the same company now. Cause I don't know which one it is, but mm. yeah, you can get it. It's got and the box is like a mock good guys, good guy doll box. Oh, okay. Let me have a look. Yeah, I very often see. Um, I like to go in, especially Manchester's a good place. You get all these like weird and wonderful shops, and quite a few times you see like. Um, like Chucky dolls, you know, from yeah. the 80s when they came out, when this came out, and they released a load of dolls, didn't they? And yeah. um, you get some of them. And a few times I've thought, oh, wouldn't mind one of those. You can get it, yeah, you can get all seven, the Chucky Complete 7 Movie Collection on Blu-ray, on Amazon. God, if you work that out per film, then, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah divide by seven, that's... Um, yeah. Five, yeah. Five, yeah, look, it's, it's got quite... Like, got a funny a funny box set and um i've assumed there's extras on some of the later ones hmm. um but yeah it's good that they're all together you know like the original three and bride yeah. seed curse cult see there's uh, another one i remember really loving bride bride was great seed was good i can't remember much about it you know, if you ask me oh go on then name some scenes i'd go um um i can't really remember much yeah. the last two weren't really and I and I think honestly, like we'll, sort of, we'll talk more about the, the actual film in a minute. But out of the two, out of the remake and like the mooted TV series, which I assume were Brad Dourif, but Don Mancini's doing, I'm just like probably more up for a reboot than a 
more of the same because mm. those films were get the quality was dipping. Yeah. And I was just like, you, you're trying to remember who like the last two. Like I think they share similar characters, and you're trying to remember characters from a very forgettable film you watched two or three years previous. Yeah. Really, I, I, I to like remember what's gone on and stuff, and you don't want to watch it again because you didn't really like it, and you're just hoping this one's better. <laughs> I've definitely um, not seen the last one. I know I've not seen the last one. You're not missing too much, oh, to be okay. fair. Go on um, then, mate. For anybody yes, that's this... not seen Child's Play, what is it about? So basically, um, Charles Lee Ray, played by Brad Dourif, is a horrible criminal who's... Um, uh, there's a shootout in a toy shop, basically, and he does. He has this voodoo incantation um, to uh, port his spirit, I guess, being into the last thing he sees, and that's a good guy doll, which is a popular children's toy of the moment in 1988 America. And at the same time, um, a mum has got his kid, her kid's birthday coming up, single mum. Um, he wants a good guy doll. Kid's hyper annoying, but... Um... Do you think so? You know what? Me and Tina sat here going, oh, isn't he really cute? <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, uh, I thought the actor that played him was really good. And he, comes he, back in one of the, he comes back in one of these. He comes back in more than one, mate. I think he's in another two, at least. Um but yeah, he like, but he, they can't, she can't afford it. They're really expensive. All they're sold out. One of the two. But um, she's alerted by a work colleague to someone selling one of these dolls, you know, at a reduced rate, you know, in in an alley, um, and she buys it for him. And it's obviously the doll that's inhabited by um, Charles Lee Ray or Chucky, hmm. and he. Starts obviously like I think they, it was. It's really good how they don't give it all away really quickly. You know, like you don't see Chucky trying to kill anyone or really animated till almost halfway through the film. Mm, yeah, like so many films, you know, like oh, we need it. We need it happening in the first twenty minutes. But like they actually take some time. Do there's some really good stuff where like the dolls just like it's you know just slowly looks around. And if you hadn't seen it before, like oh, is that what the doll's supposed to do? Is it what's going on and there's some really good like distant shots where the, you know the humans are in the foreground and the dolls just you see it moving or do you the background some really good shots like that yeah um but yeah i was watching it again and i haven't seen it for about three or four years i guess um and i was just like reminded just like oh, man this is like this is really good how they set this all up <laughs> it how, is yeah without um showing you like okay well here's a doll being weird and man you know with a knife you know there's plenty of time for that in the second half but um yeah i'm really impressed with um how restrained it was yeah it's the big reveal isn't it when the mother suddenly finds out oh yeah. hold on chucky's got no batteries in him <laughs> yeah like... that's so good that reveal where the batteries drop out like it's it's just just the whole setup is so well executed and like you almost like if you hadn't if you didn't know what was going on you'd almost be getting to a point where like you know that kid's talking shit. Yeah. You know, but, but yeah, the battery reveal was excellent, really well done. And then obviously Chucky takes over and is just fucking horrible, foul-mouthed. You know, <laughs> oh, plenty gory. You know, it's everything you want in the second half. Yeah, I mean it, it kicks up a gear in the second half, and um, 
I think the voice acting as well by Brad Dourif, though, is like is oh, so good. His voice is so well suited and it's so iconic. And but and I know like some people weren't happy that like in this remake he's not doing it. And he could perfectly, you know, he could do it perfectly well. But Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, come on, he's a good been, voice actor as well. I haven't seen. Like, I still haven't seen the trailer where he speaks at the end. But um, I think I might just wait till it's only a few weeks away now. I might just yeah. wait till it comes out. But. Um, yeah. Yeah, if anyone, if it was anyone else, I'd have probably said, yeah, Mark Hamill would probably be the one. But um, it's a shame Brad Dourif does didn't. It is, it was, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. That'll probably be the most jarring thing about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's so good in it. It's another case as well, isn't it? Because you're watching a film that's like you know just over thirty years old now, and you and you put it on, and you go, oh god, doesn't he look young? <laughs> it's like oh yeah, when he's actually in it, yeah. Yeah, you got to remind yourself, oh god, yes, it's like thirty-one years ago now. <laughs> it's like where did that time go? Um, Andy, Andy's mum, the kid's mum, uh, a few a few notes that I got, uh, you could read the film that she's such a bitch to him. She She's a bad mother, in a way, because Andy is obsessed with um, uh, good guys, isn't he? Yeah. And, you know, he wears, you know, his, his pyjamas are the outfit and everything. He's watching the cartoon on the television. He sees the toy advertised on the television, and it comes in this big long thin box and in she walks for all this for his birthday with this big long thin box wrapped up so obviously he thinks oh my god she's got me she's got me a good guy doll and then he opens and he rips it open and it's a pair of jeans why the fuck did she put a pair of jeans in a massive box it's almost as if she bought a good guy's gold. It is. Gold, tipped it's... it out and put some clothes in it. Like, why do you do it? Oh, this box is exactly like, did she just go and measure like the dimensions of a good guy doll? It does It does read like, you're the worst mum in the world. <laughs> you're torturing your kid. <laughs> but the... And she's got just like some of the shit, like, you know, like, like the Turbo Man's like sidekick. <laughs> it's like, no one wants that one. That's why there's loads of it. There's always that one toy, like whatever's popular at the time, and there's like there's the one that like just gets left behind. Yeah. And but, she, but, but yeah, that did that did make yeah. me laugh. Like, she couldn't was, even be bothered to get a cheap knockoff. She just bunged a pair of jeans into a box that was the same size. <laughs> but then it's like she almost sort of teases him later, and this is the thing: he doesn't even notice the. You know, it's later on in the film, and they both come in, and they've and they've been grocery shopping. And she's got a box under her arm that is in the exact same dimensions again in brown paper. But Andy doesn't notice. You think he'd go, hmm, look at that box size. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, this may be a surprise, but it's not groceries. And he's like, isn't it? And then it is like, you know, she's got my good guy's doll. But I'm thinking you're just playing. <laughs> you're playing with your kids' emotions here, Mrs. You know, you're, you're just mean <laughs> what you're yes. doing. Got to get some sort of enjoyment out of life. Yeah, <laughs> your child's life miserable. That first one though, mate, with the jeans was like, that oh, was that, so it's it is hilarious when you rewatch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> practical effects, love the practical effects in it. There are are a couple of times I never noticed these before, and one really stood out. Obviously, where you can see, you know, whoever's manipulating the puppet. 
and it's where Chucky gets put into the fire. And anybody that yeah. wants to rewatch it, when you see Chucky and he's in the fire, and she's got the fire guard in front of it, you can clearly see somebody's arm like manipulating yeah. a puppet. <laughs> but I would still rather have that than CG. It, it just sells yeah. it so much more that yeah, I'm interested to see yeah. how this does with the, this new one does. But yeah, yeah. there's uh, there's another part which I'd never seen before, and I don't know if this was an HD thing. That um, right near the climax, when like he's chasing Andy towards the bathroom, it's just like there's a little glimpse of him of a Chucky running forward. It's like that's dwarf. Yeah, it is. It is. It's dwarf dressed as Chucky. Yeah, with a mask on, and that's it. Yeah, yeah it's just a very. But yeah, it's like HD just brings out uh, yeah these things up. That is the thing with HD; it does sort of flag them. But then again, you know, even though it sort of takes you out of it a little bit. Because it's something real and practical in the scene yeah. with them and not something that the pretending is there. It still sells it more, to me at least, because yeah, I grew like, up with I was, practical. I don't know what I was thinking about earlier with this, but I was um, I was just like, about practical effects and CG, I was just like, if it looks a bit shonky, I'd rather that because we know it's a film, we know it's not real, you don't need to try and make it look as real as possible, you know, yeah. completely aware this is, isn't real. Like we... Um, Yelly and I went to see um, Batman and Batman Returns at the cinema and they did a remaster job on that and some of the stuff in Batman Returns particularly near the end was just like model village and oh you could really tell um, when Joker plummets at the end it's like fuck that looks awful but um, still rather that yeah well in but, this though there's a house that blows up in this and it is a real house that blows up. It's not a miniature. Well, as far as I could tell, it really looked like a well, yeah, that's that, full size that, house. Yeah, that they blew up. Let's just blow up a house. <laughs> they wouldn't do that now. <laughs> they no, wouldn't. No, it'd be CG. Even if a house needed blowing up, they'd be like, "No, no, we'll CG it." Yeah. So but, again, it it just all, you know, sells it. I mean, obviously, you go in. Well, this is a bit preposterous. If you break it down, you know, it's a doll possessed by you know an evil guy. <laughs> But because of these practical effects, it does draw you more into the world of it. Yeah, and it does manage to stay on the, the, the right side of silly as well. Yeah, because good... it's such a dangerous line with this. Oh with, yeah, you know, it's a it's a it's a kid's doll possessed by a criminal. It's like it could so easily just be like, oh, you know, really silly. But I think it stays. You know, it's still he's still pretty scary and creepy, uh, Chucky, in this film. Oh, definitely, yeah. There's a good. I mean, there is, you know, there's this humour in it, but it yeah. it never tips over that line into just being stupid. I think all the way through, is it builds up the tension and keeps ramping it up and ramping it up, and then it'll throw in a little bit of humour for you just to relieve the tension, and then it starts building up again. And I think it's you know it's great that it does that. Um, yeah, I, th- I found it like really satisfying all the way through. We've both got a big smile on our faces, like just <laughs> for every minute and going, oh my God, this is so good. Um, which is good. Like, you know, we, another example of uh, films that you haven't seen for ages, but, and you go, oh, that's a good film. That's a good film. But then when people start questioning, you know, question you about it, and you go, oh, I can't really remember much. For years, we both said, oh, wow, Unbreakable. That was a great film, wasn't it? And then, yeah. And then you go, can't really remember much apart from Bruce Willis wearing sort of like a raincoat and his hood up, and that was that was about it. So with Glass coming out, we still haven't watched Glass yet, but we've oh, no. rewatched Unbreakable and we rewatched Split as well. Um, yes. But Unbreakable, especially because it had been that long since we'd watched it. 
oh my god, what a great film that is! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go back. I mean, there have been films where you think that was a good film, and you rewatch it, and it's like a pile of shit. <laughs> um, but this this is a prime example of one that you know us especially we've not watched it for so long, and all you think is yeah that's a good film, but you you can't really remember it. So to go back and revisit it has just been brilliant, mate. Really, really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I chose it. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> its IMDb score is only point six higher than the first film that we talked about. Oh my god. <laughs> that is just silly yeah 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 there should be more of a, more of a disparity between those two that's for sure <laughs> mm. so worth a rewatch i think we've answered that haven't we oh absolutely absolutely i'm gonna watch the uh, sequels as well at some point two and three i'll get into the oh, of chucky series yeah it's made me want to do that what i said about you know wonder if there's a blu-ray box set because i, I yep. just want to go through them all now yeah, certainly at thirty-seven ninety-nine, not too bad. Mm. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Worth right. going on a wish list and back on the price. Yeah, I'll I'll give Tina a nudge. You know, my birthday's in July, so you know, just oh yeah, yeah. I'll just give her a nudge and go <coughs> cough, and then <laughs> send her a link to that as well. Oh uh, well, that was okay. At least we redeemed ourselves, thanks to your yes. pick. At least yes. we got one good, you know, one good film in this episode. Uh, let's go on to next month's show then, when it's your turn for our first time watch. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, do you do you remember what this is going to be? You know what, mate. I can't. I messaged you today because we were sorting out. Because obviously we have to check between ourselves that uh, have you seen this or not. So it's fresh to both of us. The same with the rewatch. Uh, and I couldn't. Re- I couldn't remember. <laughs> so. My film is something we're going to have to rent on Amazon Prime Ooh. for princely sum of three pound forty nine. Um, an ex-soldier saves wild horses from being slaughtered and helps protect a desert freedom school for runaways. From the director of Sammy My Cop, this will be Gypsy. Now I remember Gypsy. With it's on Prime. Like yeah, three pound fifty is a small price to pay for seeing. Another one of Amir Shavan. And it seems like, although the IMDb synopsis is completely different, um, a drifter faces off against a ruthless and racist land baron and his army of thugs to protect a group of migrant families working on the land. Who knows what it'll be about? We'll find out. It could. One of those two things? Neither. It, both and other stuff? <laughs> yeah. You never know with his movies, do you? Not with his. No. Well, we could watch it, we still wouldn't know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this, I haven't looked. We should really look for the next episode. And, you know, we must have watched most of his films he directed, or have we not? Oh, no, because he did a lot of um, films in his own country. Oh, I was of just course. looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, he directed 30 movies. Holy shit. But we've seen Samurai Cop. We'll have seen, we, we will see Gypsy. We've done Young Rebels, Killing American Star, and Hollywood Cop. But we obviously, we've not seen the likes of Zimzi, yeah, Mohabat, <laughs> Ruzai, Bakabari, the tough guy and the student, Entourage, Mr. Law Goes to the City, Babagoli B. Jamalet, Turkmen, the Captain. Wouldn't mind, you know, just seeing stuff. Because well, he, yeah, they've got a, his they... first film was in 1967. Wow. What then and directed a woman called Sharab. And you know what? I bet every one of those is better than that Russian movie we watched. 
well, we yeah. we watched thirty odd minutes of. <laughs> I would wager so. I would wager so. But no, he'd been directing for a long time before his um his final films were his final film was Samurai Cop. So. Mm. Go out on top. That, that is definitely ending on a high with Samurai Cop. Mm, okay. So yeah, that's, that's what we're going to watch. Here we are. Spending money just so the listeners can hear our views. All that money. <laughs> all, that, all that £3.49. Oh. You'd have spent it to watch it anyway. So. I would have done, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's me with the rewatch. And so, like I was just saying, you know, with films not seen for so long and you go people ask you and you go oh yeah it's a good film that's a good film i've picked one of those and again no exaggeration 20 plus years since i last watched this i can remember one scene from it and when i say the title everybody will know the one scene that i remember because that's the one scene that's sort of famous for i cannot remember another thing about it uh, so my choice is from 1981 and we are going to rewatch scanners a good choice. Mm. Again, all I can remember is that scene. And I've seen it in the last four or five years, I guess. Have you? Oh, okay. But maybe longer. I've got I've got one, two, and three on DVD. Uh, never watched them. They're just, again, <laughs> it's on the shelves in the collection. Um, so, you know, this is where it's going to pay dividends. I will reach on the shelf and pick it up and watch it. Um, and I've not a clue what's going to happen apart from that one scene. <laughs> that's near the start as well so is it you know what yeah. i would have if i had to put money on it i'd have said that was near the end <laughs> yeah it's quite near the start that scene so uh you'll we'll see we'll see mm. yeah that's, a, that's an interesting a gypsy and scanners yes what yeah. other podcast would give you those two films on the same <laughs> when you look back already at the the mixtures of films that we've done on each episode <laughs> interesting combos for sure. very very interesting mate <laughs> Um, so yeah, well, thanks to a really shitty Russian film. Uh, this episode's a little bit shorter. We normally sort of try to go for about ninety minutes, don't we? Yeah, um, but um, but you know, that what, film, what can we do? That yeah, film. and something you brought up actually about that film. If we go, if anyone's watched it all the way through, please get in touch. Mm, definitely, because. Yeah, I'm sure there's some sort of prize. <laughs> Even if it's one, see, if somebody says, you know what, fast forward to like 57 minutes, 20 seconds, and there's there's 90 seconds of amazing action that you've missed. If there's anything that happens in it, Without other than... <laughs> if there's anything other than people talking to each other, Please. please start shouting 56 minutes in oh my god thing, things get a bit hectic yeah, voices are raised <laughs> somebody slaps somebody else with the back of the hand Ooh. Oh. <laughs> yeah oh. even if you made it 38 minutes in let us know god yeah you've done better than both of us that would yeah, actually that's a really good thing has anybody gone further than either of us two watching it um, will someone try? Will someone listen to this be like, right? Yeah, I know there's some it. people who like to, you know, they hear about these films and they want yeah. to give them a go, no matter how bad they sound. This is for test. Yeah, I know. Um, 38 minutes through it. Yeah. <laughs> I know we had some good feedback from the last SOS show. And uh, at Psalm67 tweeted us. Uh, he listened to, I think, quarter of an hour of the last SOS show, paused it because he really wanted to watch um, Cleopatra Wong. And then we got feedback from him that he really liked it, which, oh. is, which is really cool. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so that's good. So, yeah, if anybody um, wants to take on 
the, you know, the challenge, uh, especially we know it's on Amazon Prime in the UK. Mm. I'm guessing it could be, well, it's, again, it's probably on the internet somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I imagine it's, it's on YouTube, I'd yeah. have thought. Can you make it further than uh, 37 minutes? Yeah, well, well, you did 37 minutes in three sittings, and I did 34 yeah. minutes in just about one sitting. I paused it right near the start to watch the um, Rambo trailer and that uh, Arnie <laughs> music video. It doesn't really count, because it was only like two minutes in, so it hadn't really started yet, so... Yeah, I think you win I that, think actually. I think over 37 is, is the goal, yeah. about muddling things up, so... Yeah. Hmm. Right then, let's close this off, as usual. Website, 60minuteswith.co.uk. News, reviews, podcasts, everything's on there. Links to all the social media, which is Twitter and Instagram, which are both at 60 Minutes With. Um, don't know why I say this, because obviously everybody that listens to us, any internet-enabled device they've got, 60minuteswith.co.uk is their homepage. Um, <laughs> or it should be. Uh, yeah, and and that's it for this episode, mate. That is it. Yeah, that is it. I think we we definitely did both ends of the spectrum. One absolutely awful film, and one really really good one. Yeah, yeah. At least there was for child's play. Yeah, that that did save us. That's for sure. I think this might go the same way next episode. It, Although I, I hope we finish Gypsy. Yeah, I'd like to think that we do watch all of Gypsy. Yeah, that, that would be good. <laughs> so what's the rest of your evening mate um, um well i'm gonna have something to eat um do an indian thing of some description and um i've just started and i know it's 2019 i'm well aware of what year it is but i've only just started watching the u.s office oh we're, uh, we're right near the end of season six. Oh yeah i'm not the only one who's watched it way to started way exactly too late. I, I started it when i got my fire stick last friday and um at right at the end of season two um, it's so easy to watch it is we watch it we normally watch it every evening we'll watch an episode every evening and so it's taken us a, it's taken us a while yeah but we're up to i think we've got like four episodes left of season six obviously we've never seen it before what yeah, are you thinking so far then you like love it? it love it i thought the first episode was way too similar to the uk office but Stephen merchant and ricky gervais did write the very first episode mm-hmm. um yeah i just thought that's like just um, like even the dialogue at times seemed to be like from the first episode but then like letting it go like, obviously there's other writers and obviously michael scott's is is david brent and you know they're all their separate characters and all the and obviously it's getting there's way already more episodes and i've got i've seen more episodes than there were of the uk office yeah yeah and all the smaller characters you know got their own stuff going on um no no i'm loving it I'm, it's just so easy to watch very funny and there's nine seasons of it, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's only there's a lot to go up. We yeah, we're up to episode twenty, I think, of season six. But you've got three, what, three more seasons three after that? Three more after this, yeah, seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, you've got a ways to go as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Are, are we the last? We the last people to to watch this? Is there anybody else out there that's no, not seen it? it? My housemate Finn, who finally got me onto it, like people like when it was on, was saying, "Oh, you should watch it." And I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's on season four. Oh, okay. So yeah, and he'd never seen it. So yeah, he's he's loving it. I just hear him laughing from his room. That's what did it. He's big. He's, he's got a big like <laughs> yeah. I, I laugh. So um, I was just oh, all right. I'll try it. And uh, yeah, now I'm doing a big laugh as well. So. Yeah, we're enjoying it. It's good. Definitely good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to watch some of that before going to bed. I've got one more shift at work, and then I'm off for a week. So oh, nice. Yeah, I'm going to watch Godzilla after work tomorrow. Hopefully, 
Oh, you... yeah, you'll have to message me and let me know. Yeah, I've heard that it's like the human characters aren't really needed, aren't that very interesting, but the monster stuff's great, which is just seems to be the way. Like, we don't care about the human characters in these films. It's a really good cast, but we don't need a really good cast. We just want to see <laughs> these monsters beat each other up. Yeah. Oh, one day they'll mm. learn. Hmm. But no, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then um, um, next week, uh, I've got a week off, obviously. On the Friday, I'm going to see um, a bitter wheat, a play of John Malkovich in, in London. Um, John, John Malkovich has returned to the, the stage after 29 years. And oh, it's, it's, wow, fantastic. And it, it's the opening night, and it's David Mamet as well who um, yeah. wrote it. So, and it's all about the Harvey Weinstein. I don't know if it's directly about Harvey Weinstein, but it's based on all that Me Too stuff as well. So. But yeah, yeah, that should be good. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it definitely does sound good. A night of culture. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, yeah, I'm not sure what we're going to watch tonight. Probably put some sort of movie on, but I don't know what. It's always nice, you know, when you don't have to watch anything um, for a podcast or for a review, isn't it? You know, when you can just yeah, go and watch something. And you don't need to make any notes. So yeah, just... that's always nice. <laughs> Uh, right as always as is tradition already I can say a quick goodbye and it's left to Tom to close off the show bye (laughs) is that going to be a standard one now I just don't know anymore that's that's the default one bye yeah I don't blame you I I don't blame you it's it's that Russian film that just dragged you down to that yeah I should have said bye in Russian (laughs) 